welcome to Miss Bossy Boots, otherwise known as Stace and Jane having a whinge. <laughs> Thank you, Alistair Flower. <laughs> Shout out to you. <laughs> Shout out to you. We, um, Alistair listens all the time and we are very grateful for his patronage. Oh, very we grateful. are. Could... However, the other day he told us, mm. oh yeah, I like it because you guys just have a whinge. Mm. <laughs> we were like, oh, yeah. oh are, we, are we just having a whinge? Yeah. Well, Sometimes we are. I guess, I guess. But as, as we jumped right into um, defend guess, ourselves, defend ourselves, quite rightly so, we said, but we think by having this whinge or this airing of our grievances, as mm. we might call it, um, we're helping other people because we're helping people not feel so alone and when, isolated. when they're facing problems in business and problems with people and problems with money and and I think we talk about our wins a lot as well. As having a whinge. But I think I think Alistair just loves the whinge bit. Yeah. He probably doesn't even listen to the episodes that we talk about our wins because, yeah. you know, they're not interesting. Just wants to be up on the gossip. That's right. So big shout out. Alistair's also left us a rating or a, re- or a rating and a review on iTunes. And if you listen to Miss Bossy Boots, we'd love you to do exactly the same. If you can, you just jump on iTunes and hit, if you scroll down to the bottom of your app, there's an option to click on five stars. We would love you to click on five stars, please. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and give some Miss Bossy Boots love. Thank you. Yes. Today we're talking about how to start your own mastermind group. Jane and I have just launched ourselves into a mastermind. We didn't actually develop it, but we're both finding it a really interesting learning experience. And we thought Mm. we'd share our thoughts and um, the kind of the setup and the structure of this mastermind um, in case you were thinking that you would like to start up your own. Mastermind is kind of a bit of a buzz term at the moment. It Mm. seems that lots of people that are into coaching and people that are into um, online courses and things, they're kind of high-end product that they're offering is is a mastermind or is linked to a mastermind. Part of the product, yeah. Yeah. This, what we have got ourselves involved in, isn't a, a paid membership of any kind. It's just some like-minded people sharing a meal together. Yeah, and, and great conversation. Yeah. Yes, yes. And and um, to introduce ourselves, if this by chance is the first Miss Bossy Boots podcast that you have come across... Um, I'm Jane and I, I have a I have a marketing consultancy and, and Stace has a fabulous dance school. Um, and so business and learning about business and, and, you know, anything that can teach us anything and everything about running our business is so welcomed in our life. And yeah. Stace and I are on this constant pursuit pursuit individually, obviously, because we have two separate businesses, but we both share a common um, passion about professional development and expanding our minds. And, and, you know, one of the things that that happens when you're in business is generally you're a really good technician at at one particular thing and you might have, you know, a skill within marketing or sales or accounting or or, um, people, customer service, plies. Whatever your your skill, your superpower is, um, which is great, that's the first step, but to actually run and build a sustainable business, you need all of these other skills. Yeah. So so a mastermind's probably just one of the many things that we both do, yeah. really, in terms of how do we make 
better decisions in business. Yeah. And it's just, it's great to have people around you that you know have strengths in other areas that you don't, that you can yeah. kind of tap into. And that's exactly what this is about. Speaking of professional development though, Jane, you and I are spending a bit of a mozza to go to San Diego in a couple of weeks. That's Woo-hoo! coming up very close. Yeah. Very soon. We're heading to uh, Social Media Marketing World. Yep. We're going to learn all the things. Yes. And this is not helping. My accountant gave me a look at the um, figures mm. of my professional development. Oh. Um, what's oh. it called? Little That's account rude. line. That's rude. Yeah. And went, you really do like to spend a lot of money on professional development. Yeah. Don't you? Yes, yep. I do. <laughs> but where um, this mastermind is a way that we can get some PD yep. without paying any money, except for, you know, lunch and a couple of. Yes, yes. And actually, I was listening back on a few episodes this morning and I listened to our money episode, which went live a couple of weeks ago. And we both admitted how professional development was our Achilles heels. Mm -hmm. And and we also revealed that that perhaps we might start to be a little bit better and put budget constraints around our professional development. So for that, for me, that San Diego trip is Is like pretty much it for next year because I've got to curb my spending around that. Um, so it better be good. But yeah, which then gives me comfort that I've got, you know, a mastermind group to attend every couple of months where I can tap into the insight of other business brains. And you said it's people with different expertise, which it is. Um, it's also people with very different businesses to our own. Yes. So there's not a single similar business. No, no, no. That sits at that table. So we've all got very, very different, I mean... Really, ironically, I think challenges always come back to to the same things, yep. no matter what industry you're in. And people is is a really common channel, challenge that yep. a lot of people find in business. Um, however, very, different nuances, you know, within the different businesses. And great that also that we have different size businesses. So there's people sitting at the table that have 600 employees and people sitting there who have no employees, yeah, and just some contractors or yeah. people like me who have 10 employees. And yeah. it's a real nice mix across a full spectrum yeah. of um, where people are in business as well. I mean, you know, this is our ninth year of the business and there are people that have been in business or had organisations that have existed for... 20 years, 30 years, yeah, more, more, 40 years. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, and I think that's, you know, in terms of actually if, if, if a mastermind group is something that you're thinking of, I think that's probably one of the keys to creating a successful mastermind group is building in that diversity. Yeah. So, you know, and that's not just gender diversity and age diversity and, and demographic diversity, but business skill diversity and business type diversity because, you kind of don't all want to be sitting around. I mean, there's different different times and applications. Like I, I do put myself in a big group of marketers when I want to immerse myself in in marketing headspace. But yep. this is not what that's about. This no. is about expanding my knowledge in, in different areas. So I think that diversity is really important. And for a mastermind group as well, you can think about getting a diversity in, in area. We have chosen to... Um, you know, make sure that everybody in this mastermind group are all local so yes. that we can tap into relationships and um, and support, like yeah. easily get support e- yeah. off each other if we want to. Yeah. yeah. We're yeah. just down the road or around the corner. Well, and I think too we wanted that, you know, ultimately people do connect with people and we wanted the ability to actually go out to lunch and have conversations with a glass of wine in hand and a meal in front of you and, you know, have the time to be actual, actually be able to explore 
certain topics or issues or, you know, talk longer if we wanted to and not be kind of hindered by a a rigid agenda, which you might feel like you are if you're in some sort of Skype or kind of online... um, Conference call. Conference call, yeah, Yeah. I guess. Meetup or whatever you you do. So, which... um, yeah, so I think I think I mean, who doesn't love going out for lunch, really? Well, the, this is a funny thing. The mastermind started like a two-hour program, like we were going to catch up for two hours and you know chew chew the fat and go through things, and we've en- it's ended up just exploding into a whole afternoon event, hasn't it? <laughs> well, you think? I mean, we we wrapped some times around. We kind of have put a rough framework in place. And the first part of the meeting, you know, obviously after we've all said our hellos is um, everybody kind of gives a business update. Now, our first mastermind meeting, we actually introduced our business because we didn't, you know, there were some people within the groups that didn't know each other's business. So, you know, who are you? How many people do you employ? What are your challenges? What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? You know, what does your business look like? Now, that section's meant to go for half an hour. What did it take us? Two for that? Oh, nearly two An hours. hour and a half? Yeah, an hour and a half. And then we were like, we are starving. Why are we starving? Oh, because we've been sitting here for an, <laughs> for an hour, hour and a half, half. doing yeah. the intro. So, and I feel like if we would have tried to condense that into half an hour, you know, p- probably people wouldn't have been able to give it as much airtime and context to their business. Some pe- some businesses needed more context and airtime than others. Yeah. And, you know, then some members of the group had, had a lot of questions, questions to get their head around. So I liked the way that we had that flexibility to be able to kind of do that. Now, for people who are on massive time, you know, time constraints where time really is a, a prohibitor, you know, maybe that is something that, that might not work for you, but... Do you know what? I feel like in business, if we can't take an afternoon off to actually sit there and and feed and nurture our brains and our souls, then what are we doing? Yeah. So if you are thinking about putting together your own mastermind, we recommend you give yourself as much time as you can. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Because sometimes, yeah, when it runs on, it's a good thing. So what did you get out of that first one, Stace? What what, What did you like about it? Well, there were people at the table that I didn't know or I knew of because I'd seen them in the business community. Like I'd seen them get up and get awards and knew what they did but didn't really quite understand. Um, Mm. And also some people have a business that is um, like a a front business. So I know where their shop is. Yes. But I didn't know that behind their shop they have shops in other um, regional towns. They've got shops in other states. They've got you know, a whole backlog of people that are working behind the scenes. Yes. Um, and, you know, a really, um, a really big management structure. Yes. So managers upon managers upon teams upon. Yes. I, I had no idea. So yes. it was a really good insight for me as, as a very small business at this table yeah. to be able to go, wow, that's, you know, Massive. that's scale. Yeah. yeah. That's that's huge. Yes. And also to understand um, how other people have been doing their professional development in the past. So um, some people at the table, uh, you know, referenced other events that they'd gone to or that they always do this or they always go and do this goal setting thing or they really, you know, they love the work of Anthony Robbins or they this is yes. what they listen to. Or these are the podcasts they listen to. And yeah. several people, I was like, oh, I listen to that. Oh, yeah. oh. And these are, you know, things that I listen to or read in my own time that I think I'm the only person 
yes. on earth doing. And then suddenly there's three other people at the table that are like, yes, I love that. Yes, so. yes. And that, so you can kind of, um, for anybody listening, you can get the idea of um, how much breadth we actually included within those business kind of introductions because it was an introduction to the person and their passion and that sort of stuff as well. We did yeah. cover quite a lot of ground. Yeah. But we feel like we kind of got to know. The other thing around that, something that we did um, leading up to our first one was actually start a WhatsApp group. Yep. Um, where we were kind of obviously just sharing the details of, of, you know, future meetings and the structure and, you know, getting all the housekeeping in order. But it was also a good way to kind of, because again, you know, there was some people within the group that had never met or never really spoken or spent much time. Yeah. So it was kind of a good way to get the banter going before that kind of first yeah. mastermind kicked off. And so then you, it's not, because this, I mean, we're revealing quite, intimate information about our business. So we need to trust the other people in the room, which yes. we do because we kind of, it's all um, referral. We know of each other through other people. But we should also mention there are rules that are part of the mastermind. Yes. So there, um, there's a rule that says, how do I say this without swearing? Um, no genitalia heads. No no male <laughs> genitalia heads. Or female. Um, oh, yeah, no, sorry, yeah. male genitalia. I yeah. you. But, but either, either of... Um, the genders could be like that, but yeah. and that's not allowed. No. Um, you have obviously uh, confidence in the people that are around you, and that they're not going to share the information that you share. Yeah, um, everything's confidential. Yes, and um, that you even kind of the meeting, any news that is shared, you can't kind of then go outside the circle and say, "Hey, I hey, I hear you're doing this with so and so." Yes, and that can't. Because then that can be linked back to the group itself. So it's That's a very right. safe space. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And those rules were established early. But the, the WhatsApp group was great in that it wasn't an email, like it wasn't formal. It was work, but it didn't feel Well, and like messaging, that, that as a messaging app, it just encourages greater flow of conversation, I think, yeah. as, as opposed to email, which can be quite scattered really so and great you know along the way even when we're not meeting or not in the lead up to a meeting the night that I went down to the state business awards in Sydney I got lots of messages on that app from people that are part of the mastermind wishing me luck and you know wanting me to send photos and updates and stuff like that and that was really encouraging and and lovely as yeah as one of the youngest most inexperienced members in the group I was like oh thank you that's really nice yeah yeah fuzzy yeah, so that that was section one. one. Now you know who who's so 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 in in, in uh, subsequent events that's now moved on to a business update yes. as opposed to a, a business intro and and I imagine as we keep going that will kind of refine and and we'll get into more of the a habit and because we'll know each other so much better it might be half an hour it might it <laughs> might reduce in time so that that probably will happen so so then we move on to section two we eat. And we, and we refill our drinks. Yes, and then important <laughs> priorities. Yes, and then we go to the hot seat. Now the hot seat is um, self-nominated. So if you have something you want to bring to the group, a problem, an issue, a challenge, something that's on your mind, yep. um, you can nominate yourself as the hot seat person for that meeting or for the upcoming meeting. And um, currently we meet once a month, so everyone kind of has had a turn at. Um, coming up with a challenge and we haven't scheduled that in so far as everybody gets a turn because one week Jane you might have a hot seat that you come up with and then the following month 
something else comes up and if no yeah. one else is hot seating, you can hot seat again. Yes, that's right. But it's one hot seat per time, per session, per basically. Session. Yeah. yeah. So you bring to the group either um, the challenge that you've got, you can bring notes, you can either tell the group ahead of time. Yep. So everyone has time to think about it. Like on the WhatsApp group, you add an attachment or you just you know put your thoughts and feelings down and say, I'm having this problem with this staff member or this supplier's done this to me, what should I do? And feed it out to the group for everyone to kind of mull over. And then when it's hot seat time at the mastermind, we kind of sit down and, and thrash it out. Yes. Yeah. What do you think about um, – see, personally, I think it's a good idea to give the topic to the group before the meeting so that people can have a bit of time to to think about it. What, what, what would be your preferred approach? My preferred approach is to always – tell it on the day because I can't I'm 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 good at speaking I was about to say but I couldn't get the words out so that made me a double thing am I are you really um I prefer I I talk with a lot of passion so Mm. if I've got something on I can really communicate it effectively if I've got the words to say rather than me putting it down on paper and trying to get everyone to understand interesting um yeah so I you know I've only hot seated once but I in future can't see myself being the kind of hot seater that gives you all a heads up unless yes. unless it's something that is really churning in my system and I can't find a way out yes in, in that case yes in yes. that case you'd know about it beforehand Jane because I'd be on the phone to you and I can have <laughs> anyway. a bit of a think about it yeah. yes yeah see I find the way that my mind works sometimes if I'm asked a question on the spot I come up with the kind of most obvious answers first, my default answers or my, you know, stuff that's top of mind. Yeah. And the good stuff, and this is kind of how I approach most things, like generally when I'm trying to find a solution for something, I'll go to the default answer first and then I go, okay, now forget that. Now that's out of my head. Now dig deeper and be more creative in right. your solution finding. So I that find... That explains why you were so quiet last time we met. The second iteration is... Uh, more thoughtful, more considered, yeah. And I've taken it to a deeper level of of thinking. Um, yeah, yes. There was there was a few reasons that I was probably quiet that first time, but yes, that um, that that's one of them. You know, I'd prefer to not just give my default answer, which is the generally the answer that most people would predict from mm. me. Mm. Interesting. Is that yeah. some of your learning through your emotional intelligence training, Jane? No, it's the way oh. I. Um, it's because it's the way I I solve problems. So when I'm developing a marketing strategy, yep. I put together the business case, the strategic pieces of information. I collect that, and then I go straight into default. Okay, so what would I do if I was just doing a really kind of average plan? You know, where yep. where do we go first? Where does every marketer go? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Is that is that a, a, a good enough solution or can we and ca- can we better that? Can we yeah. be more creative? Can we be more innovative? Can we think a bit differently about that, which, of course, we always can? Um, and so that's where I get the magic. So I, it's almost like my brain needs to dump and download the – the the obvious answers, yep. so that my brain can and then space. make move. Yeah, can make some space That's for the more creative stuff to come through. Cool. So hence why it sometimes, and it's like when clients will ring me and say, "I need, you know, I, I've got this problem. What do you think?" And I say, I'm, "I can't, I can't just answer you off the top of my head. Yeah. I have to write that down and mull it over." Yeah. So there you go. So interesting. hot seaters, <laughs> you may want to give me a heads up. Don't give it to Stace, but give it to me so I, I can it. give you my best thinking. That's great. 
And then the final part of the mastermind is um, the opposite of a hot seat where um, somebody, and it's this, this is kind of more structured, everyone has a turn, um, is in the hot seat essentially, but we shouldn't call it that because that's confusing. They, it's, it's their turn. Um, yeah. on the floor. And instead of them asking a question of the group, that's an opportunity for the group to ask questions of that person. Mm-hmm. So that can be about the way they do business. It could, it could be about their expertise. Yeah. So, you know, for, for someone like myself who doesn't have much of a business as such, I don't have a big team or, um, you know, several shop fronts, but I'm a marketing expert and that's that's a whole lot of businesses that need probably some marketing questions answered so it can just be about marketing or it can just be about something that you know I've approached in a certain way or I found back back when like it was last year that I was on the floor and Mm. I found it very personal I felt like the questions that were um I got asked about my personal strengths and weaknesses Threats and opportunities? Are you kind of like a SWOT analysis on me? Yes, and but I don't know whether that were they asking you personally or yes, because I the made business. them clarify. Yeah, you did. Okay, right. Yeah, but but they but, drive your business strengths and weaknesses and opportunities and threats. I guess, and I guess that was a way of them making me think of how that does because yes, my personal values are so intertwined with mm, my business values. Massively. And so yeah, the the threats and opportunities and were, were very linked to me. And your why is driven by a personal why. Yes. A personal experience that's driven you to start the business that you've got. Yeah. So it they're they're very much intertwined. And isn't that funny because I miss the bit about it being personal to you. I mean I think I did question and um, the person who was asking you the majority of the questions and go, why? What are you trying to get to here? But again, I was just thinking that the values and and what you spoke about are so, um, you know, just from doing this podcast with you, you speak about them so often. I I just assume that they're your business ones, but they are absolutely your personal ones as as well. Um, And one of the other members of the, um, after that first mastermind session, one of the other members of the group was absolutely blown away from, from when he heard you speak and when he heard you speak about your why. Seriously? Oh, and has not, you know, has, I don't even think has stopped raving about it to this day. Yes. Was just really impacted by the story that you told and kept coming back to the fact that, you know, not once did she mention dance, not once did she mention money. But, you know, I wanted to sign myself, my, my daughter that I don't have (laughs) up straight, straight away. He's got a son. Um, So, but he, you know, he was, he was convinced, absolutely convinced. So um, it was a very powerful demonstration, I think, of, of, of a business owner who has a why that's driving their business decisions. That's not something that happens in business that often, you know, I don't, you know, It'd be interesting to see statistics around how many business owners are really driven by a a, a personal and defined personal, you know, why or sense of purpose. Yeah. So it's just default for me. Why else would I do it? Yeah, yeah. That's why I get up in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and I think it's great that I don't that need to explain it. my why. I do I, everyone who's listened to Miss Bossy Boots know why? Oh, knows why I do yes, I, I know. Do. But imagine the people that haven't. They probably <laughs> they might be a bit intrigued by now. So roll it out, <laughs> Stace. Well, Portland Court Performing Arts is um, about teaching more than just dance steps. So we're about empowering the next generation of young people to become the best version of themselves. 
And that sounds very packaged, but that's because I say it all the time because that's, that's what I want to do. Yeah. And we do that through the platform of dance. So we teach kids to dance. But yep. in that same time, we teach them to be confident. We teach them to love themselves. We teach them to want to, you know, take on new challenges, to get along with other people and all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All the life skills that you you will need at some point in life. Yeah. Yes. And so that's what it's I, a very powerful why. What I spoke about. Yeah. Yeah. So so this is all of the stuff that's and when we're focusing on that first one probably because it was the most impactful, but th- this is the stuff that that we've covered. I, I think, you know, as we get to know each other and as the sessions roll on, there might be some iteration of of the format, of the inclusions. Um, I certainly see the opportunity for people to develop um, relationships that they foster outside of the group yep. to to get you know more support or advice or you know whatever the case may be or maybe start doing business with each other who knows yep um, which is which is a great benefit of the of the group as well so let's talk about how we put it together and when I say we I mean you because you were more instrumental in actually I was kind of just invited to join it but um, if someone wants to put together their own mastermind a couple of steps as to how we got we went about creating this well the, it, well it was myself and and one other um, fortunately um, one of the guys in the group had actually done masterminds before so he actually had the rough framework for a mastermind that we could base this on and the the why behind the mastermind was a very um, sweet gesture of him because he could see that I needed you know personally I needed some extra business heads to surround me in a lot of the decisions that I was making and you know he could see that I felt quite isolated and and he proposed this as a solution yeah and then he kind of had this framework that he'd had you know used in in previous businesses uh, sorry previous business masterminds that he'd been part of and so then we just set about um again building our foundation six or eight I don't even know how 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 many we've got but six let's let's call it um, and again, we were just looking for diversity. We were looking for people that weren't necessarily going to come to the group with just their levels of expertise. We wanted people that had growth mindset, growth mindset, but yes. broader, broader level solutions to problems. So say, for example, you know, I come in and I'm a, you know, marketer with with 20 years of experience. However, when someone presents a problem, not just to give them a marketing solution. Right. And from a marketing point of view, but to actually think about that problem holistically. Yeah. And be able to kind of think of some strategic solutions as opposed to, you know, some tactical marketing ideas that yeah. I might throw at them. Yeah. Not everyone can do that. Yeah. So, so we very carefully chose a, a range of different people and, as I said before, diversity was the key. Different ages, different mindsets, different businesses. But non-competing as well, that was one of the non-competing rules. Non-competing was definitely one of the rules. Most importantly, though, was that mindset where you could contribute solutions without them being too tactical in, in nature. Yeah. Yeah, great. And so we invited everybody to come to lunch yeah. I keep saying we. I didn't. You invited me. Um, but we had just a very informal lunch where... Just a meet and greet. Yeah. Yep. Meet and, and greet and see how the energy rolled and I guess kind of introduce the concept a bit. We've we've deliberately kept it very kind of vague and flexible and, and a little bit agile so that, you know, if people have some suggestions around how they want to roll this... Yep. We can incorporate that. You know, I'm never one for too much rig- rigor and, and structure in case 
people hadn't realised. <laughs> um, so I really like something that can be, you know, manipulated as, as, as you go. So the lunch was purely just about meet, greet, this is what we're planning to do. Are you in or you're out? Yep. And that was great. And then the biggest challenge we found um, moving forward is finding dates for everybody because everybody's oh, so busy. Gosh. That's, yeah, we put a date in and, and have to change it a couple of times before we get to it. So We did actually appoint a facilitator too, which was an important part. And yes. Stace was the person who put her hand up first and foremost to be a facilitator. So facilitator's role is, A, you get stuck in, you get slotted into the open mic spot automatically just so we don't have to choose a Not someone to be in the open mic every every time we meet but also you know organize the venue the time coordinate the dates you know make sure everybody's catered for yeah and so that's our mastermind we yep. thought you'd find that interesting yes yeah. we certainly are enjoying the journey yes and you know i think these are the informal business networks that are free we don't have to you know pay a fortune to to access them yep um, yes, they involve a little bit of time, but I think the return on investment that you get in terms of being able to tap into other business people's mindset way extends, you know, way beyond what you would give up in your four hours or five hours on a Friday afternoon that you probably wouldn't have been that productive with anyway. Yeah. So start small if you want. If, if this is something that interests you, get coffee with a friend, get coffee with two friends, make it five and... Google a mastermind and, template and, and... Go from there. Yep. We encourage you to do so. We also encourage you to leave a rating review on iTunes for Miss Bossy Boots. And we are also on Spotify. Yay! Yay! <laughs> um, if you can leave us a rating or review on iTunes, that'd be great. That helps us share the love with lots of more listeners. We are also on Facebook. Yes, facebook.com slash Miss Bossy Boots podcast. And we're also on Instagram too, if you want to find us out and check out our stories. Yes. So, and, and please comment, please write to us, please personal message us, throw in some, some commentary around what you've heard today about your master, about masterminds. We'd love to hear from you. We'd also like to give a shout out to Pinky Porter, who gave us a five-star review. Interesting conversations, normal people and worth a listen. Thank you, Pinky Porter. We know who you are. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Um, we will be back in a fortnight's time. Thanks so much for listening to Miss Bossy Boots. Thank you.